Attention Patriots, this is the Chris Ann Hall Show. Who's going to stand up? Where are the lovers of liberty? I think that's absurd. It's ridiculous. It's unconstitutional. It's out of control. You think this is over? This isn't over. There's a liberty wave coming. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Welcome to the show, my husband, J.C. Hall. Hello. Woo! Where's your sounds? Woo! <laughs> Hi. I thought we'd start off the show today with uh, just a sort of social media discussion uh, about Chick-fil-A. Mm. And what's interesting is... <clears throat> what does is, that mean, social media discussion? Well, because... text back and forth? Well, no, no, no. Just simply because tweet, it seems to be something that's more prevalent, a more prevalent discussion on social media than it is anywhere else. So it's something that I'm picking up on social media. And I thought because we had a pretty decent conversation about it the other day, it would be something to to share uh, with our audience and some interesting stuff uh, about it. The and, and what I'm thinking is the whole perspective of boycotting this and boycotting that. And, you know, we're just we're just not boycotting kind of people. And. I thought that that might be an interesting topic for people who generally like to jump on that bandwagon. I don't eat Chick-fil-A, so it's sort of boycotted by <laughs> default. JC doesn't like Chick-fil-A chicken? Never have. And I think their flu- food is bland, flavorless, overpriced, so never been impressed. Overrated? But but they didn't build their they didn't build their business on their food. No, absolutely they, they not. They built their business on their social stance. Uh, their their brand. Their brand, right? right? So I mean basically it's the patronage of the church. Right. Uh, plain and simple. So Well, now which, they Which is why around. this whole controversy is strange. Right, exactly, because now they've they've sort of Well, not really. It's not right. strange because they've they've bit the hand that feeds them. Basically is what happened. Yeah, well, okay. I mean you won't go through a step-by-step. Step. I want to jump to the very end. I mean, th- the conclusion is very simple. We'll jump to the end. Yeah. It's, well, it's just the people that run it didn't build it. I mean, that's, that's right. That, that's really the core of the problem. So Truett, Truett Cathy started it. These are his values. He's dead and gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the son, Dan Cathy, runs it. And Dan Cathy does not share the same same values. And, and the values that I, that I, you know, that I mean in particular is the courage to stand for his convictions. Uh, his father, so it's not to say that Dan Cathy doesn't believe most of what his father belie- believed, uh, but Dan Cathy does not have the courage that Truett Cathy had to stand for what he says he believes. Right. 
And so, I mean, that, so that's basically it. Uh, otherwise, I mean, none of So my question is, do you think that it really is a matter of not having the courage to stand for his convictions or more or less a, an actual revelation of, of who he is? He is not his father. He does not believe as his father has believed. He does not teach as, you know, what I'm saying a, is... This, a revelation to whom? The, to, him, to himself? No, to the world. Oh, I mean, because he's, the, the business, much as, like you said, the business is yeah, run as much off as the of world, his father. Right, and as much as the world realizes. I mean, as much as people realize it. Like Franklin Graham, he's still, mm -hmm. you know, uh, like he came out saying everybody didn't know what they were talking. Nobody knew what they were talking about. I right. talked I talked to Dan Cathy myself. So Dan Cathy, you know, tells them something. Franklin Graham goes, you know, what Dan Cathy said, that's, that's so. And actually it wasn't so. So well, but then Matt Staver. So what does that mean? Like I have, uh, if you're watching us on YouTube right now, I have a, a tweet that I did of Matt Staver's article about you know what's really yeah. happening here. And so he got it right off the bat. And Matt Staver got it. And it's it. What's interesting is is that Franklin Graham kind of then sidestepped after Matt Staver came out and called out Franklin Graham. <laughs> he for, changed his tweet. For, yeah. yeah, he changed his. We he deleted a tweet and put up a new tweet. And yeah. sort of sidestepped. I don't say he changed his perspective, but he he more or less sidestepped. And and so, uh, well, he changed his perspective. I mean, yeah. he definitely changed the message. I mean, he he tweeted it in very diplomatic terms, which is funny because when he was tweeting on behalf of Dan Cathy, when Dan Dan said, "No, no, this is what we're doing," which was not true, right? And then Graham Franklin Graham repeated it. Franklin Graham kind of came at people disagreeing with right. Kathy kind of harshly. Right. But now when it turned, he he's still deferential to Dan Kathy. Like he's not as, he wasn't as harsh to them. Like he didn't say, so what he said about Dan Kathy, I hope he does the right thing. Please pray for him. So when it initially came out, he didn't say, okay, you people don't understand you know, I'm going to pray for the people who don't understand and think Dan Cathy abandoned his presence because he didn't. Right. So we need we need to pray for those folks that misunderstand. So completely different treatment. So in both instances, and I, I guess I'm not trying to turn this into a, a bash Franklin Graham thing, but my point is to your question, is it a revelation? Some people are going to get it, some people are not. Matt Staver got it right off the bat. Right. Franklin Graham, I don't know if he still gets it. Um, but this is what we, we but see. But the bottom line, it's, it's the son doesn't. The son doesn't share the same values that the father who founded the company shares. Same thing and with Walmart. Same he's doing thing what he's do. with many of these corporations that yeah. started as family businesses. And I, it, for me, who cares? Be neutral. Like, it's not a church. It, it sells chicken, for goodness sake. Right. But they have the right to support who they want to support. Right. The, the strangeness... But in, I also have the right to not support them. Correct. If, if oh, I sure. don't agree yeah, yeah, with that. Yeah, absolutely. See, for me, you know what? Keep... Keep your personal perspectives out of your business, and I will be there. Yeah. If your product is good, if your right. product is worth buying, you know, don't preach at me, and don't fund things that are just vile and offensive, and I'm going to patronize you. Right. Well, and that's the thing coming from the LGBT. So to them, funding Salvation Army, Fellowship of Christian Athletes, and a Christian Boys Home, to them was offensive. Right. So unlike you, you're just not going to eat there. Right. Them, they want you to be put out of business, you to be run out of town, you to be jailed, 
you know, strung up, hung, whatever. So, Hate so speech. It's a, Go to prison. Yeah. We so need federal a, crime. That's that's the difference. That's the problem here. The leftist and the militant gay wing. And, and by the way, not all, not all. Uh, there, I mean, there are gay conservatives and gay Republicans and that sort of thing. So not all of them think like this. So I, I distinguish that with the militant gay lobby. So this is the militant LGBTQRSXYZ lobby. Um, they're they're just they're leftists. They're statists. They want to punish you, shut you down. You know, you need to cease to exist. There is no live and let live with this crowd. Like you said, you would just not eat there. Not um, eat there. And but. So, but the interesting thing. But that's but see the, the whole organized boycott thing. It, it yeah, really. I don't, I don't do boycotts it, too much. It seems well. I have I personally have a conf, a conflict there, right? Because a boycott at the local level has no effect on a corporation like this. But what does happen is my local people who work there sure. are now out of jobs they're now don't have incomes no whatever so for me if something's going to actually make an impact then i'm gonna want to be a part of that but if it means just you know i'm i'm going to organize a boycott of this national corporation at the local level i I don't want to see my neighbors without a job but if it's a local business yeah where i can really make a difference for me, I for something that that is important. These like things this. for me are simply it's a it's principle. Like I I remove my patronage from a place on principle. Never never necessarily because of a boycott for, for all those different reasons. So for me, it's not about a boycott. I'm just like I'm opposed to it personally. I'm not going to go there. Right. And I don't. I'm not opposed to anybody else doing boycotts. Like mm-hmm. if you want a boycott and you think it's cool, then go for it for I'm with what you're saying and I agree with what you're saying for me that's my perspective but that doesn't right. mean I'm opposed to you doing a boycott whatever knock yourself out oh but yeah no no I, I choose I mean, you, not everybody needs to act on their own convictions yeah, yeah, and act based on their perspectives but I just I thought it I don't would be interesting trip, to share this perspective I don't frequent them because I don't like their food but <laughs> Uh, no, but this thing, it's... It, I just, the one thing that I do like is it's the only place where you can get nuggets that are not breaded. Yeah. I mean, that's the good, the good well, thing. Well, the so. peculiar thing with this, had it, if it weren't for how the, the the switch went down, for me, it's neither here nor there. You're neutral, you have your beliefs, like Starbucks, crazy, liberal, lefty, whatever, I don't care. I, I just, maybe I'm not going to buy your coffee. Whatever, right. who cares? I don't want you to shut shut down. I'm not going to try to shut you down. But again, that's the difference. But, but that's for, the for difference this, between the live and let live mentality yeah. of the conservative, and that's really the libertarian style of, of you know, I'm going to live my life, you live your life, yeah. but but the leftists, leftists can't do that. But specific about this, it was drop, the, and, and again, the guy that came from the Boy Scouts is now COO, you know, he already switched the Boy Scouts uh, culture, right? Mm-hmm. So then he comes to Chick-fil-A. It's drop um, Salvation Army, Fellowship of Christian Athletes, and the Christian Boys Home, and then switch to a charity that is an LGBT activist front 
group boys home run by a Catholic pedophile who takes girls to abortion mills. So, yeah, I mean, this see, is like that's, a, that's this, the big problem. You take <laughs> girls to the abortion. Mills, that was not like, let's just I'm let's just help you. And and by the way, and here's the thing, what I was saying about Franklin Graham when Dan Cathy's lying, mm -hmm. because they said, we're not going to do social. We're going to stay out of these kind of issues. Oh, and then he turns around and supports this other yeah. group. So you didn't, you didn't, you didn't draw back and be neutral. He actually went. Now, now let's pick an organization that is diametrically opposed. That is involved in things diametrically opposed to what the other organizations stood for. So uh, this is intentional. That's mm -hmm. not. That's not. We're not going to get in that because it's bad for business. Uh, there are. 50% of the people on one side, 50% of the people on the other side. So all you did was switch camps. You didn't you didn't distract yourself. Right. You just changed camps. So yeah. you're still involved in the social activism. You just went to the other side. So that's the bizarre thing about it. And then Dan Cathy says uh, this company still stands for the same values it stood for. Uh, uh, no, no, I don't think so. In which that's fine. So Your choice. So when we get back from but, the break, we're going to talk about some failed federal agencies. Liberty's lobbyist Chris Ann Hall has now taken control. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Thank you, everybody. Uh, yesterday, who went to chrisannhall.com and bought your Liberty First gear. JC was absolutely amazing. It was like we had a rush on the Liberty First gear yesterday. Cool. Keep going. Hey, it's cold. You know, I was really kind of amused, JC. All of a sudden, uh, it got cold in Florida. We had all our, we're, we're in Tampa, all of our Tampa friends running around in their parkas and everything because it got down <laughs> to 50 degrees. So. <laughs> All our New Yorkers and no callers are going, what? Parkas? 50 degrees? <laughs> I'm not lying, am I? Nope. These people, it's, it's 50 degrees jacket. and it's like, freezing to death. I'm one of them. <laughs> I'm a Floridian, man. It's cold. So go get your, go get, we don't have parkas, but we do have hoodies and long sleeve t-shirts and sweatshirts and coffee mugs for your hot cocoa and your coffee and your tea. Just, you know, and all of it, supports what we do. Everything that we get, we feed back into what we do. I want to show you this article, JC. Uh, you remember that picture? Oh, is that the Southwest uh, yes. engine that blew up? That is, is this, the Southwest. Is this the one where the lady, the lady got sucked the through the lady, window? The woman in 14A, uh, her name was Jennifer, and I can't pronounce her last name, uh, was sucked out of the plane at 32,000 feet. She's, well, she wasn't actually entirely right, sucked right, right. out. but Par Partially. She's, partially. She, she survived? She survived? Uh, Jennifer R-I-O-R-D-N-S. Right? She No, I don't think she lived. And th that's the whole thing, right? So think about this, JC. Now they've come out with, the FAA has come out with this report. Mm -hmm. Guess what? What? The FAA knew this was a potential and viable problem since 2016. Mm. 
Not so, only so did they know, know this, I don't want to know this. That it already Southwest. happened once before. Wow. And the F and not not that somebody got sucked out of a window, but that the fan blade broke off, went up and hit the window. At that time, it didn't penetrate the window. But see, this is my point because I I, I just have to tell you, I had some noodle head on on social media come come at me because of my teaching about the USMCA, about how it's completely unconstitutional, about how five people, three foreigners, right? Two, Two people from Mexico or one person from Canada or two people from Canada, one person from Mexico, plus two Americans, none elected by anybody, will write policy, rules, regulations, ultimately laws for the American people if the USMCA gets passed, right? Right. And so I'm, I am posting about this everywhere I can, trying to really, really bring this to the forefront. And some noodle head comes in and says, Chrisanne, you're just an extremist, blah, 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 blah. He said, I, I bet there are, uh, he says, I, I can't even count how many Americans still believe that the FDA doesn't do enough. Right? Like, we don't regulate enough stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. And so this really got me upset because we're constantly talking, especially about the FBI. Right. And the whole we knew the terrorist before they were terrorists. And then after they became terrorists, we let you know we were like following the terrorists and having common you know, conversations with the terrorists. Here we have the FAA. A federal regulatory agency knows there's a problem for two years knows there's a problem and does nothing about it. Absolutely nothing. Actually knows that it happened and does nothing about it until there's now somebody gets hurt, it's big in the media, and now all of a sudden the FAA comes in and we gotta shut down planes and we gotta do our job and this is why we're here. Did, did Southwest know this? No. Oh, so they Southwest didn't know? No. They didn't inform Southwest? No. Oh, okay, thank you. I feel better now. No. I didn't want to know bad things about Southwest. They began in 2016 by crafting a proposal for more inspections. (laughs) That was the FAA's solution to knowing that there was a potential fatal problem. We're going to draft a proposal, not not actually draft more more inspections, but draft a proposal for ordering more inspections. Don't tell me that these federal regulatory agencies are out there to keep us safe. Stop, or I'll say stop again. Come on now. I was a <laughs> analytical chemist in Westlake, Louisiana for petroleum plants. I know what a scam and a potsy scheme uh, the EPA actually is. Arrogant men tear up our constitution And from every direction we cry around You can't learn the easy way, you'll learn the hard way Chris Ann Hall, she's Liberty's lobbyist Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal I just want to read just two more statements from this, this is the um, 
the article, or, or this is what we have here up on YouTube. If you're just listening to us, you can't see the picture. But what we have up here on YouTube is the picture of the Southwest Airline plane that threw part of its propeller at the window and a lady was partially sucked out, right? And the FAA knew about it two years before it happened, that it was a potential thing. In the statement, the FAA said it promotes a strong safety culture across the industry and acted in a, an expedient manner in the initial incident, right? Mm. The actions taken by the FAA were consistent with our established and proven risk-based process, right? Okay. They so have a process. They have a process. They have a process. And it's expedient. Expedient so process. The words, right? Yeah. When you, when you have the master of the definition of the words. Right. Yeah, I was, that's what I was thinking. They can, they, they can create their own definitions because they have lawyers. So yeah. expedient doesn't mean the same thing. Right. To us as it means to them. So since I'm talking about these these agency failures, I want to talk about this, okay? So this story is uh, actually came out earlier this year, but it just came across my attention, so I tweeted it out. Scientists resume efforts to create deadly flu virus funded by, are you ready for this? National Institutes of Health. The National Institutes of Health. Our tax dollars funding mad scientists to create, no, 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 not create a vaccine, but to create the flu virus. And this is not in some strange radical leftist or strange radical conspiracy theorist publication. This is Forbes magazine. So here you have it, people. And oh, you'll love this one. I don't believe this, Chris Ann. Our government would never do that. Wow. So guess what I sent them? The, uh, the uh, declassified information on the radiation of baby milk. Mm -hmm. See, that's the thing. People don't know what our government has already done. So they ha see these things, and they don't believe why they've actually happened. Now, what's... what's Interesting to me about this is that it it's in the news because no. there's nothing new about the government creating viruses. No. I mean, they've done that all along. So the question is, why why is this now being published? That's that's the interesting. Well, like, what does that signify? You know, I, I really believe that because a lot of people are talking about these things now, uh, you have journalists who really want to bring these things forward. This is actually in the Forbes magazine in the healthcare section. So it's not like front page or something. It's, you know, sort of backwoods. You've got to kind of know how to get in there kind of stuff. So. I, uh, yeah. Okay. I don't trust that stuff. You seriously believe there are journalists who want to get this, like are sincere about, they want to inform you, they want to help you. Well, I mean, when I look know, at somebody I like Forbes, that I actually believe that there are journalists out there. I mean, we've wet met journalists from the Washington Post that were were sincere. I mean, they were sincerely miseducated. Well, okay, uh, they were sincerely miseducated. <laughs> we, we we met one. We met one. They're sincerely miseducated, yeah. but he, he was a sincere guy for yes, sure. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It was not ill intentioned in what he did. He was just ill informed. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. 
Ah, uh, I don't know. Okay. I don't know that journalist. I mean, my, my default, especially coming from a publication like Forbes, is well, this, this is, is scripted Salzburg. for some reason. I, I'm the Bloomberg Distinguished Professor of Biomedical Engineering, Computer Science, and Biostatistics at John Hopkins University. Well, I'm already mm. suspicious now. See. Right, right. So he's probably mad because his patent and funding for creating the bird flu virus <laughs> was somebody. stolen mm. from somebody else. Yeah. So he's trying to out somebody Whistleblower. out. <laughs> let's go, JC. Let's go a little bit. Let's go a little local and state news uh, because there's some Second Amendment stuff that's going on in the beautiful state of Virginia. Virginia. I know. I needed that sound right there. Virginia. Where's that from? Uh, John Carter. John the Carter. Disney movie. John, John Carter. Carter movie. Virginia. Virginia. So anyway, here's here's something that I I wanted to bring forward because it's about the local political process. So what happened in uh, Prince William County? They had. Uh, Republicans in the county commissioner's office. Mm -hmm. uh, apparently a, a Republican majority or a conservative majority or however you want to classify it. I can't really say they're all conservatives. Maybe in Prince William County they elected some libertarians or some, you know, I don't know. But the what happened was they had an election and most recently flipped their county commission. So the conservative county commissioners are threatening to pass a sanctuary city, uh, a 2A sanctuary city ordinance on their way out. Right. And the new leadership, Ann Wheeler, a Democrat, promised that the incoming Democrat-led board would reverse any action taken by the Republican, oh, there it is, Republican, Republican-controlled board during the lame duck session set for Tuesday uh, and next Tuesday, December 10th. Okay. So this is why being involved at the local level is so important, because your county has the authority to nullify unconstitutional federal laws. And the fact, the first thing I'm like, why did you guys wait until you're a lame duck to do this? Why not actually do Great this question. while you're in power and get the people used to it, right? Get the people functioning in it so they'll miss it when the Democrat-led group comes in and revokes it, then the constituency who got used to the 2A sanctuary that's now pulled away will get upset because they liked what they had that they don't have anymore, and maybe now they'll flip back. Maybe they'll demand this Democrat-led board to do something that's actually to the preservation of the rights of the people. So that was my first question. Why didn't they do that? Why did they wait till a lame duck session? And then, now you've got these people coming in and taking over. Which really is going to be very, very important because in Virginia, they're working on Senate Bill number 64, which will make training in firearms a terrorist activity. I saw this. I read through this. 
teaches or demonstrates to any other person the use, application, or making of a firearm, explosive, or incendiary device, or technique capable of causing injury or death to a person, knowing or having a reason to know or intending that such training will be employed for use in or in furtherance of a civil disorder, uh, assemble with one or more person for the purposes of training with, practicing with, or being instructed in the use of any firearm, explosive incinerary device, technique capable of causing injury or death to person, intending to employ such training for use in furtherance of a civil disorder, uh, assembles with one or more persons with the intent uh, or assembles with one or more person with the intent of intimidating any person or group persons by drilling, parading, marching with any firearm or any explosive or incinerary device or any component of combination thereof. And it's that little or right after number two that should cause you the big concern because number three then stands on its own. And there is no qualification in number three for the civil disorder. But just like the FAA's definition of expedient, now you're going to have somebody to be able to go in also to define civil disorder, right? So just assembling with one or more person with the intent of intimidating any person or groups of person. Well, I'm going to assemble with Larry the Bearded Black Cowboy with the intention to intimidate anyone who wants to hurt me. And that's a person. And so the application of this law in a state where they're already pushing for the massive gun regulations and controls in the hands of people who own the definitions is something that should cause the people of Virginia great concern. Yeah, I mean, when it says with the intent of intimidating, how do you, how do you determine intent? I mean, in those situations, what is basically, the definition of intimidation? Right. So it's basically going to be somebody. Somebody is complaining and saying, "I feel intimidated." Right. And there you have it. I mean, that's that's where you're going to be. Okay, but I don't train with a firearm with the purpose of not intimidating someone. Right. The whole reason I'm training is so that I can be in a situation where people are not maybe intimidated by me, but are, are intimidated enough that they're not going to attack me. Yeah, I don't, I don't get that's what, that's the idea there. It's not the purpose. The purpose of your training is train, and then you'll be intimidating. But I'm carrying out this, per, this training at the moment, so whoever's watching will be intimidated. That's not, I mean, that's, that's what they're, the idea of somebody comes, I mean, what if somebody's, uh, you know, say you, I don't know, whoever's in the vicinity and you're training and but, they're going to say, I feel intimidated. But That's JC, intimidating. There, in, in, in number three, there's absolutely no indication. Three that is what somebody, I'm talking about. Is it yes. intimidating? I'm saying right. anybody can no, claim right, being intimidating. Right. And, that, and that's my point, so though. There's, no there's standard absolutely there. no indication that anybody has to be intimidated presently. Yeah. Nobody has to even be present, uh, presently intimidated. You can be intimidated by knowing that somebody else was doing this, even though you weren't present when they were doing oh, it. Oh, yeah. You sure see that garbage now. I mean, right. so, somebody, you can just find out. Oh, we found out 
they're they're training out here in their their hayfield behind their house and shooting guns and doing all this stuff and i i just don't feel safe i feel intimidated how I mean, about just, the multiple huge stories of, of people on social media saying oh i went to train today my family and i we went to train today the high school kids who have 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 pictures they're proud right. that they've trained yeah. and whatever and they're getting thrown out and of now school they're getting thrown out of school for a now, picture on facebook now in the state of virginia it's potentially a crime you can be thrown into jail yeah. for posting something Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Don't forget to watch Constitutional America every Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on uh, Roku, Fire TV, Apple TV, Android TV, through the Oath Keepers television. JC, I do want to leave that up for just one second because this week starts our friend the Bearded Black Cowboys show on the uh, Oath Keepers channel as well. And you can find him at the Bearded Black Cowboy. Just find him on social media. He's going to be posting about this. So I just wanted to do a little shout out and tell everybody about that. So I think what what we need to talk about or sort of wrapping up our session today is is you you've got to be evolved you got to be aware and you got to think past what somebody's just simply telling you you know these legislators are artful at making these things sound like they're uh they're there to make you safe they're, well it's tied to a crisis too right the stuff in virginia is about the charlottesville all the old charlottesville thing mm -hmm. and so and that's where you come up with bad laws because they try to post facto craft a law you know to target some kind of similar thing happening in the future. So this is, is a bizarre sort of creation to try to, with the idea of dealing with that, because they think, you know, like you see parade, mm -hmm. and then they extrapolate it. So they gathered there, their whole purpose was, th and they were carrying firearms and this sort of gear and these sort of things, and they're trying to intimidate people and that. So they're trying to craft all this for that thing. But then you think about how it's gonna be employed, how it's gonna be, mm -hmm prosecuted and charged and and then to what you were saying think about how in the context of how these red flag laws are being carried right. out i mean it takes nothing for all of a sudden you to be charged in this context and, and then i think here's the interesting thing about the law you put up put up can you put up yeah, that sure. graphic again if you look at the language of this it's not even about uh it's not about the person right that's committed a crime, mm -hmm. right? Look at the, in number one, the teachers and trainers. Right. So you teach and train, you've taught them all this stuff, and then a, say a couple of guys go start some crap, some civil disorder. Right. The target the is not that person. Right. The target is a teacher and trainer. So they come back on you, you're gonna go to jail because, well, you taught them this stuff. And obviously, yeah. the, the, the very fact that they did it demonstrates your intent or what they understood your intent to be, right? When they're talking about this intended to further, uh, okay, or, or so having a reason to know. There's another part, having a reason to know. Uh -huh. So these two knuckleheads go out and do this and they'll be like, how long did they train with you? 
Right. Right. They were with you for a year. Mm-hmm. And you're telling me that a reasonable person you didn't get to know, shouldn't a reasonable person know, right? And they'll start bringing all this stuff that you should have known. And then they did this and you're going to be the one charged just because you train it. So I saw people saying about, there was the thing on Alex Jones of outlawing jujitsu and Krav Maga. And it's a little over the top. Yeah, however, the top, however, but. you can find yourself in this, in that situation right. as let's say a jujitsu instructor mm-hmm. that within the context of this loss, right. some of your students go out and do something and you can hear all these arguments. I mean, don't you agree from an attorney's perspective? Absolutely. You can hear an attorney making well, look this, at this argument. JC, it's not even limited to gun those. I mean, I, I, right. I realize it's, it's or technique yeah. capable of causing injury or death to person, which is anything, anything, anything. Come on now. Anybody seen what, what, you know, I don't know, John Wick can do with a pencil. So, <laughs> Here's the thing. Also, in number two and number three, what is the first word? Assemblies. Right. Assemblies. Assemblies. You have a fundamental right to assemble Mm -hmm. peaceably. So if you're peaceably, and what's crazy is, JC, our founders peaceably assembled while armed. Okay? The guys who wrote the First Amendment believed that a peaceable assembly would include armed people. So now all of a sudden, you are no longer uh, entitled to a fundamental right yeah. simply because you are armed. Notice notice in number two at the end there, in the furtherance of. The I mean, you're even of. removed. They even have, there's, there's a little if you want to call mm-hmm. it a loophole, where you're even removed. This is a person removed there. from the yep. act. You don't even have to do it. We just have you're to prove you, you did something that further. You somehow aided and abetted so, what what happened. So we're going to come back and get you as a domestic right. terrorist so people because are, you provided cupcakes for the JROTC's marching parade. So people are poo-pooing the Alex Jones report because it was a little bit hyperbolic. But this is a huge, huge, this is very hugely big. problematic very piece problematic. of legislation. Hey, everybody. This is my socialist suck t-shirt at Liberty First uh, <laughs> at uh, chrisadhall.com store. Go see it. Go buy it. God bless you guys. See you next time.